This is Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara from American Financial Security and American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor. With the variety and sheer number of investment choices available and the new tax laws phasing into effect, are you financially prepared for retirement and saving in taxes the way you want to be? For many years, Ron and Barbara have been an integrated financial and tax preparation and planning firm, providing their clients not only with ways to make money, but also to keep more of it. Listen in as they discuss common financial questions and concerns and provide the facts on the new tax laws going into effect for individuals and businesses. And now, here are Ron and Barbara to help you find out how to move towards a more informed and confident financial future. Well, welcome to another uh, show of Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. You know, we are excited to be with you today and talk about a topic that um, is can be a part of a very important aspect of someone's uh, financial planning, mm-hmm. retirement planning, estate planning, legacy planning, and the list goes on. And that is... Uh, the concept of life insurance and don't turn the don't turn this the, the station don't don't turn the <laughs> the station i think you're going to find this very intriguing to use as especially in modern times that we're in as a tax planning a legacy planning uh an income planning tool for the future and before we get too far into our program, we want to remind all of you out there that we do have uh, this weekly show. We do save, oh, what is it, Barbara, the top eight or 10. Last our, eight or 10 radio shows will on, always be immediately available on our website. But we also have a podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you go to Google Apps or uh, Apple Apps on your phone or tablet, you can find... Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara, and that's our our podcast. Mm-hmm. I was teasing with someone the other day and said it's kind of like a podcast is like having a DVR for your radio, where you can go there and just listen to all these podcasts on your own time whenever it's most convenient for you. Exactly. So that being said, um, go ahead, Barbara. You you had some questions about uh, life insurance and and. More specifically, how we use those in our firm. Well, and actually, Ron, you know, I'm really excited that we're getting back to this topic because no matter how many times we talk about life insurance, we always get new and different questions. Life insurance is one of those things that, you know, some people either they got it a million years ago and so the subject is closed or they're just really confused about whether they'd even be eligible and how much would it cost. And so consequently, uh, fear of some invasive exam requirement, all this kind of thing, kind of tends to keep people away from doing anything that may really make sense in their life as it exists today. And certainly, as you said a minute ago, part of their retirement planning. So, What do you think it is that's confusing about life insurance just right off the bat? Is it some of the terminology, term life, permanent life? Say a little about that, Ron. Yeah, I I think it's the unknowns. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the unknown kind of like um, 
uh, long-term care insurance. So why should I spend money every month for something that I don't know that I'm going to need? Well, that's a really good question. And it's one of those things where you may not need it, but your family might. Exactly. So, so one of the things that really what you're doing by paying premiums in a life insurance policy is you're protecting other people, uh, making sure that they get a benefit or a an amount of money if you pass away before you intend to. Mm-hmm. Or it might help pay for final expenses like a funeral and because those are really costly these days. Mm-hmm. Or it might help a grandson go to or granddaughter go to college. There's many different reasons that we use life insurance. Right. So So. what we really start at the very basics and say, you know, an insurance policy, a life insurance policy is basically a contract between you and a life insurance company. And because life insurance in its many forms has really evolved over the years, different companies specialize in different kinds of insurance. And so it's more than the death benefit, as you were talking about. And so it's really important, I think, Ron, you would say that when trying to choose the type of life insurance, it's really helpful to speak with a financial advisor who's helping you plan for your retirement because they're going to know if you are working towards a potential income gap they're going to know uh, through a normal course of the kind of planning that that you do, that we do here. Um, if this is for end of life, is if this is for legacy, if this is for the sudden what if while we're both working. And so some of the question comes down to, for most of us, not whether we should have life insurance in some form, but what kind and how much? So there's really two kinds. There's what we call term insurance. Mm-hmm. And let me describe that. Okay. And term insurance is is just like it says, it's for a specific period of time. So let's say it's a there's a 40-year-old out there. Mm-hmm. And they come and they says, hey, I, I have a wife and a couple of kids. And I'm the primary breadwinner. And here's this husband and wife together. And if something happens to him and if fluke accident and he passes away, we want to make sure that I have some money to help pay off the mortgage, help raise the kids if he's no longer around as the breadwinner of the family. So one, that's the primary reason to have insurance is income replacement Mm -hmm. if someone passes away. And there's many other uh, reasons to have life insurance. We'll talk about those as the show progresses. That's a pretty commonly understood one, yes. right? You're, and, you're two years into a 20 or 30 year mortgage and you're the one that brings home most of the pay that pays for the mortgage. If something happens to you, you don't want your loved ones to not only be suffering the grief of the loss of you, their spouse, their uh, partner, their friend, their co-parent, whatever many roles we all play, 
grief is in and of itself kind of inevitable. But boy, when you load on an immediate financial financial burden, because if we look at how most people have and are preparing, we hear statistics all the time about how little, more than half of Americans over 50 have less in savings than $10,000. That's a little hard to prepare for retirement if you only have 10000 in savings. Um, over half of Americans under 50 have more credit card debt than they do savings. So yes. So there's the, lots of purposes here. Right. And one of the one of the immediate needs that you just talked about and I talked about is the fact that we're replacing income mm-hmm. um, if someone passes away. Yes. And term insurance is the least expensive mm-hmm. because uh, let's say let's say you're a 40 year old and we want a hundred thousand dollars of life insurance on your life. Uh, depending on how healthy you are, what your family background as far as health, what your lifestyle is, mm-hmm. is that insurance carrier is going to assign a rating to you to get life insurance in most cases uh, requires a little bit of medical underwriting. Mm-hmm. So they're going to take some some basic background. They're going to ask for some records from your uh, attending physician. Okay your personal physician, your doctor, and just to find out how healthy is this person to be able to assign a rating to you. Mm -hmm. What that rating does is put you in a certain class to determine, okay, how much risk is this life insurance carrier on to be able to provide a hundred thousand if you pass away Mm -hmm. and it determines how much those premiums are going to be. So, when all is said and done, let's say they come back and say, okay, 40-year-old man, pretty good health. We will give you $100,000 of life insurance for $40 a month, okay, or $30 a month. And generally speaking, that same 100000 in a whole life permanent policy might cost a little more? Yes, and we're going to talk about permanent insurance um, after the break. Okay. Okay. Term insurance is for a specific number of years, mm-hmm. 10 to 20 years. And the reason they do that is they realize 10 years from now or 20 years from now, this 40-year-old might now be 50 or 60, and we, we're we not going to insure him for that same price anymore. Right. We might charge him more if he wants to keep our coverage longer. So we'll be right back from our break, and we'll get into permanent life insurance. Okay. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call American Financial Investments at 928-771-8368 or visit AmericanFinancialSecurity.net to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how to get the most out of your benefit. And welcome back. You know, we just uh, left off right before the break, Ron, at a good discussion around term 
life insurance, some of the kinds of times in your life where that might be of value. But we had said earlier that one of the reasons to talk to a financial advisor about this is that like any aspect of retirement planning, your needs are going to be perhaps different from your neighbors. They are unique to you. And so when you're talking with people, Ron, and they have questions about term policies, whole life policies, talk to us a little bit. Permanent life insurance now actually includes whole life, like many of us would remember from many years earlier ago. in our life, whole life policy, um, and universal life. Tell our audience a little bit about how those differ from term, and then we'll kind of move into how whole life and individual universal life differ from each other. Sure. So when we're talking permanent life insurance, we're talking about that uh, once you start this policy, you can plan on keeping it for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, typically, before the universal life policies came out, um, the traditional policy was a whole life policy. Right. Let me briefly describe that. Someone said at 40 years old, well, you know, we have extra money every month. And one of the features, we can afford about $100 a month from our budget but we want about $100,000 of life insurance. Mm -hmm. Well, from our previous discussion, we said, well, the cheapest way to get that $100,000 life insurance policy is we can do it for about $40 a month, and it's just term. The difference between it, now that you've said that you could afford $100, is we can do either a whole life policy of which you can spend or your premiums would be about $100 a month, $1,200 a year. Mm -hmm. What would happen with that $100 is about $40 a month would go to pay and insure your life, just like the term insurance policy did. Mm -hmm. But the difference is on a whole life policy is about $60 goes into a fund and we call that cash value or accumulation value and whole life policies, the insurance carrier uh, many years ago would assign three or 4% that that excess money or cash value would grow over time. The IRS gets involved because they said, of course they do <laughs> that because they say, well, we really like these life insurance policies. And if this 40 year old is putting $60 a month into this cash value that's growing by 4%, we're not going to make him pay tax on that gain in that insurance policy until later on in his life. What an amazing arrangement. Mm -hmm. Okay. All of a sudden, these insurance carriers got really creative and said, wow, a another feature of the whole life is that if you did that $100,000 policy, well, maybe down the road, this 40-year-old that took it out is now 50, and he says, wow, I want to boost that up to maybe $250,000 of insurance. Those whole life policies were not flexible 
to be able to make those accommodations for higher death benefit, higher amount of money going in on the cash value, or even higher premiums for a higher death benefit. So the insurance carriers thought that's a little bit cumbersome, and they created what we call universal life. And in today's world, we call them indexed universal life or Mm -hmm. IUL. There's also a variable universal life. And let's describe those. Okay. Okay. So universal life or indexed universal life is a flexible premium policy. It still has the values, the same characteristics as the whole life, meaning that one, if you're a 40-year-old and now you say, come to us and during your financial planning, we say, hey, you now have three kids, you have a wife, you're making really good money. Maybe your wife was working also and we need to do a policy on her as well. But hey, I want to protect my family with $500,000 of insurance coverage in case the what if happens there's no guarantees in life, so something could happen to any of us anytime. Mm-hmm. But if I pass away, I want my wife and kids to have about 500000 because of my income, my lifestyle, their lifestyle. I want them to be protected with this lump sum of money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I hope I live till I'm a really old man. <laughs> And one of the benefits of life insurance, one of the characteristics, remember how, Barbara, we brought the IRS into this equation? You bet. The IRS says, wow, if you want to, you can use this life insurance policy in two ways. One, you want that death benefit in case a bus pulls yep, out. Surprisingly out in front of you. Yep. Okay. Or that you prefer to be an old man and you plan on that with your wife and kids. And later on in life, all of this cash value is building up over time. Rather than just a 4% growth, like the old whole life policies, the new insurance policies have some uncapped strategies where if the market goes up, Kind of like some of these fixed index Indexed annuities. annuities. Uh-huh. It captures the growth in the market. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. But another characteristic of these indexed universal life is if you have a big year when the market is up, you capture the growth and that goes into your cash value. Mm-hmm. But if you have a year like last year when the market was down, you have no loss. So all those premiums and the accumulation keeps growing. And even in a down year, you might not have any additional interest, but you have no loss. These are amazing contracts. They're really popular with people that want to have a safe way to accumulate for the future. Mm-hmm. Um and have a death benefit at the same time. So where we really see a lot of people have a terrific benefit from some of these new universal index life insurance is when 
it's really a part of a complete retirement strategy. Yes. And you're looking at perhaps a need to both preserve some wealth, retain a death benefit, and legacy for your beneficiaries later. Yeah. And yeah. And <clears throat> legacy meaning, hey, I want my beneficiaries, meaning my kids, my grandkids, maybe great grandkids to be able to benefit from what I have done financially during my life and my wife's life. Mm -hmm. You know, the interesting thing it sounds like, Ron, is that in all of our retirement planning, life insurance in its various iterations can be incredibly valuable for someone who feels they are a little unprepared for retirement as well as those who have no real income concerns during their lifetime, but who have a lot of goals for legacy and wealth preservation. It's a broad spectrum. Very much a broad spectrum. And let's jump right into all of that after the break. Sounds good. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from American Financial Investments by visiting AmericanFinancialSecurity.net or calling us at 928-771-8368. Well, welcome back to Gosh, our last segment financial, financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. So we've we've been having this discussion about life insurance and the different the different types. Term insurance, whole life insurance, and universal life insurance. Mm -hmm. And how with with where people are at in this modern day that we are in. Life insurance has come a long way. Yes, it has. And with mortality tables being extended because of great medicine, people are living longer. Um, sometimes there's an uncertainty as far as, okay, how can I protect my family? How can I also protect the fact that if I go into long-term care, that I can kind of pay for that? How can I assure that if, taxes go way up, I have a way to be able to help offset that taxation. So there's many reasons that we use life insurance to be able to answer some of those questions. Mm -hmm. we, left, we left the last segment, Barbara, you bringing up a, a great question, and that is some people just want to leave the earth knowing that what they've accomplished in life will do many, many good things financially for either charities or their family or other reasons. Mm -hmm. Okay. We, we like, we like to use life insurance as one of the puzzle pieces in putting together a really sound financial plan um, for many different ages. And, let me give an let me give an example, okay. A female, sixty years old, uh, they came came to one of our seminars last year. Come to find out, both her and her husband have some had some life insurance that they had bought about ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Many years ago. Those many years ago. Those policies were 
about $150,000 of death benefit on this individual, this mm -hmm. female. Her premiums each year were about $40 a month because she had purchased it so long ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. We did an examination of that policy. We completely looked at an enforced policy illustration and we're able to come back with three or four different options. And those options were is over time, she also part of those premiums she was paying was an accumulation of cash value. And it had actually built up what about 38,000? Yeah. An amazing little mm -hmm. savings account built into that, that life insurance policy. Mm -hmm. Well, lo and behold, uh, even 10, 12, 13 years later, what we were able to find out because we're a, we're an independent firm. And what that means to all of our listeners out there is that we can work with any insurance carrier um, that's, that's in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And so we looked at the vast array of different insurance policies, and we found one that said, wow, we really like the health of this woman. We will raise the death benefit by $100,000 to $250,000. We will let you do what we call a 1035 exchange and bring that cash value over to the new policy. Meaning there was no tax on that cash value that had built up. Moved from one policy to, to the another. next policy. Mm -hmm. We kept her monthly premiums the same, but also there's a special feature that the old policy didn't have that the new one does. And that is a feature that says if she needs long-term care at some point in her life, she will be able to, while she's living, pull out the cash, not just the cash value, but the death benefit. While she's alive. While she's alive to mm -hmm. pay for long-term care. And you know, this is a real innovation in insurance that has come about in the last handful of years. They were thrilled. And that's a living benefit. And that kind of makes life insurance in some aspects a little more interesting. It's, it's you know, you have to have a really big heart and a lot of fortitude to buy something that you personally will never really enjoy, other than the satisfaction of providing for your family and legacy and so on and so forth. But in this regard, we were able to increase that death benefit and roll that cash value with no tax and move them into a policy structure that had more benefit to them because it would be something they could benefit from while they were still alive. You know, one of the things that really these new policies can do is become a very safe uh, investment tool. Yes. Meaning that <clears throat> part of your premiums that you're going to pay each year and because they're flexible as your income grows for all of you that are 40s 50s maybe even early 60s um, you might still be in an incredible earning capacity of your life and you say wow i really like this and as your income grows maybe your need for more death benefit grows which means that you say wow this cash value keeps growing without any risk mm -hmm. as the market goes up and as the more you put into it, um, 
it's safe growth and it's tax deferred. Right. So not only can they be an investment tool, they're going to provide you the death benefit in case something goes wrong with your health or, or you get taken off this earth. Mm-hmm. It also is going to grow tax deferred. It also has the ability to be able to, as we talked about, accelerate death benefits in case your health goes really bad and you need long-term care. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have any questions, you currently have a life insurance policy, you really don't know what it is and you have questions, feel free to give us a call. Absolutely. We're We're at 928-771-8368. We're over in the crossings right here in Prescott. Feel free to give us a call anytime. Questions that you have about life insurance, get your answers, don't delay. This is one of the most important considerations you can do for your family and people who count on you. So have a great week, Arizona and Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. We'll be back next Saturday. Thank you for listening to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Give your financial future a jumpstart and call this week for your complimentary strategy session. Call 928-771-8368 or visit their website at afsprescott.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and tax services are offered through American Financial Security. American Financial Investments and American Financial Security are affiliated companies. American Financial Investments American Financial Security, Ron Stevenson, Barbara Clark Stevenson are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government entity.